Hey everybody, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode for social engineering, how to social engineer season. This is season 21, episode five. Thank you for watching uh, and listening uh, this evening. Uh, I haven't been around uh, recently because uh, I've been dealing with uh, some sickness and uh, I actually have a fever right now while I'm filming this but I'm gonna do the best I can and it'll probably be completely drained by the time I'm done. And then afterwards, uh, I'm gonna crash and just like for however long I can until I get up in the morning and then go to work. So it's uh, gonna be what it is. So anyway, uh, hopefully I can uh, do this particular lecture, uh, lecture justice. Uh, don't forget also uh, season 16's next episode is also coming. It'll probably uh, be available tomorrow or Wednesday. So we'll see how that goes. And we're still doing our live streams uh, this week. Uh, also, uh, another announcement. Uh, those that have been asking uh, for the book list uh, in terms of what books uh, they should be reading uh, to learn all of this. I have basically posted my entire library uh, that I have uh, to uh, my website. Just go to csjoseph.life and then click on the books link. Uh, scroll down uh, to be able to see the whole list. And if you wanna go to like all the categories of all the different books, you scroll to the very, very bottom. Uh, you see entrepreneurship, you see philosophy, you see psychology, etc. Click on those and you're good to go. Uh, and I think you'll find what you're looking for uh, there. Uh, quick note though, I have yet to post the uh, John Beebe books quite yet. So anyway, with announcements over with, because I shouldn't be spending so much time on announcements and actually talking about the content, let's begin. So we are talking about how to social engineer ENFJs. And so what are ENFJs? ENFJs are known as the mentor. So what are their attributes according to the type grid and according to the temperament matrix? So they are direct, they are initiating, and they are control. And that is their interaction style, also known as structure. They are a structure-based interaction style. Then, after that, we have their temperament, which is abstract, because they're always focused on the what if. They are affiliative. They always want to do the right thing. And that is probably one of the best things about them in terms of how to social engineer them. You could take advantage of their affiliativeness, right? And uh, they are very motive-based, very interest slash motive-based. So just to give you an idea of uh, where they come in. And so this is structure interaction style. This makes them an idealist, always focused on being the ideal, always focused on trying to be as perfect as possible. So anyway, the scenario. What is the scenario that I picked tonight for how to social engineer an ENFJ? I actually was playing with a bunch of different scenarios and uh, the scenario uh, that I chose for this evening um, is basically, let's say uh, you're, you were just recently hired uh, as an HR, uh, as an HR person and you're in human resources 
And uh, the very first project that your boss in human resources has asked you to do is to basically prevent an employee from leaving. This particular employee, uh, when they were hired six months ago, uh, their, their temp, uh, they, um, uh, so their, their temp for this company, and uh, it was a six month contract. Uh, their contract is not up yet, and uh, you have to convince them to basically become a full-time employee when they actually intend on leaving. And you have to go to them and find out, you know, hey, why are you leaving? And the point is, is that you're going to convince this person to actually stay at the company because this person is the most productive person on your staff. Um, they are, they're the most capable and you have no idea what to do or like, or management has no idea what they're gonna do without this person because there's already similar positions open uh, that uh, that is the same job description as that job, but they every time they try to fill that position, they end up letting go of that person. It's just a revolving door. And for some reason, this particular person is able to actually do the work. Well, the reason for that, it's that they're an ENFJ and this particular position has is really great career-wise for ENFJs. But this ENFJ is unhappy and they have basically expressed to their supervisor that they will be leaving the company at the end of their contract. And that is very disconcerting to management. So management has tasked you and new HR manager to speak with this ENFJ individual and convince them to stay. So that is the foundation of our scenario tonight. That is what we are going to do. We are going to social engineer this ENFJ into staying at this particular firm. So. I know that uh, the last lecture we did, how to social engineer ENTJs, was focused on social engineering and ENTJ to have a relationship with you, or at least to get into bed with you from like the bar scene. This one's going to be a bit more career focused. Uh, the previous one for that was uh, ESTPs, that was more vacation focused. And then uh, uh, the very first uh, lecture was ESTJs, it was very scam focused. But this one, this is a typical, um, career situation, a professional situation, where uh, an HR department is trying to make sure that they do not lose a very valuable employee. And uh, so let's talk about that. Why is why are ENFJs actually pretty valuable as employees, especially in positions like this? Well, this particular position, it's a nursing position. And uh, so the ENFJ is a nurse, and uh, this ENFJ nurse uh, basically is going out of their way to make sure uh, that uh, you know people are cared for, that they're getting the right experience, that things are submitted on time, that orders are being done, etc. All those nursing things. And they are the most productive member on the staff. Losing them would cost this company uh, some severe damage. And uh, management has uh, decreed to you, the HR manager, that we cannot afford to allow this nurse to leave. We have to convince her to stay. So some investigated work has to go into it. So you as the, uh, you as the HR manager uh, goes to her coworkers, tries to figure out, okay, why is she leaving? And then also actually directly engages with the ENFJ nurse at the same time. Hey, why are you leaving right now? Uh, why do you want to leave, et cetera? And uh, it really just comes down to, you know, some different complaints uh, about certain things, right? And uh, okay, well, I got some complaints. Um, and okay, we see why you're leaving, fair enough. So 
you go, uh, so as the HR manager, you go back and you're like, okay, hey, I'm the HR manager, you know, I have information now, I know what the coworkers are saying, I know what she kind of saying, but she's not really being upfront with me right now. What am I gonna do? I have got to convince her to stay. I was just hired on recently. My job is the new HR manager of this firm. I was hired on two or three weeks ago. My first order of business is to convince this person to stay at this company. So that is what uh, we're going to do. Uh, Big foundation, but it's important because I don't want it to be like totally confusing as I go through this. Um, so anyway, ENFJ, how to convince an ENFJ to stay at her job when she said that she's not going to? Well, first things first, you need to emulate their highest compatibility, which is INFP. So queue up the INFP. Here we go. Dreamer mode, activate. INFP emulation is the key to social engineering and ENFJ. INFJ, or INFP, excuse me. INFP emulation is the key to social engineering and ENFJ. And we're gonna find out why. So we have introverted feeling for morals and extroverted feeling loves consuming that introverted feeling. We have extroverted intuition, metaphysics, and then we have uh, introverted sensing, which is the past, duty, loyalty, extroverted thinking. And then below that, we have extroverted feeling, we have introverted intuition, and then we have extroverted sensing, trickster, and then at the very bottom, we have TI demon, basically. So we're just gonna put some morals here, some, some metaphysics here. And then we're gonna do loyalty, the past, conviction, all those things, uh, rationale. And then we have ethics. And then we have willpower. And we have um, physics, also known as the moment. And we have logic. So we have our INFP now, and this INFP is responsible, INFP emulation is responsible for social engineering this ENFJ to stay at their job, okay? So how is that actually going to work? So why would an ENFJ be unhappy, for example, with their job? Like, why is this? Well, it's typically because their needs are not being met in some capacity. It could be a financial need, and TI inferior is aware of the financial, uh, the, the financial need. It could be because a couple of their coworkers are consistently uncomfortable around them, and it doesn't matter what they do, they, they're just constantly making people uncomfortable. Uh, their introverted intuition parent may not feel like they have enough freedom to make decisions on their own when they need to. They do not have, or not really necessarily on their own. It's more like they're lacking in the freedom to do the right thing. Because remember, ENFJs are affiliative, which means they're very do the right thing focused and they need to have the freedom to do the right thing. And in a corporate world or in a professional environment, ENFJs often end up feeling that they do not have enough freedom to actually be able to do the right thing in those professional situations because it's more about the corporation or about the business. It's not about the people. It's not necessarily about the patients. It's not necessarily about the customers, right? It's more about what are we doing as a corporation, our brand, everything. It's, it takes all the human component out of it. And the ENFJ needs to have the freedom to do the right thing, right? That's very important. It's very high priority for them. And of course, their FE hero just doesn't feel appreciated. 
is usually it could be a lack of appreciation. These are typically the things that ENFJs, when they're considering leaving a job, for example, it's because these needs are not being met. And the only way to convince them to stay is be like, hey, we need to make sure that you have these needs or something is going on, right? So convincing, here we go. So INFP emulation, you walk in as the, uh, as the uh, INFP, emulated INFP into the ENFJ's office and used to be like, hey, how you doing? And it's like, I'm going to, you know, your, your intention is to convince her to stay. You know, you gotta be careful immediately because the NE critic will already be like, now wait a minute, this is the new HR manager. He's already in my office. And the any critics like he's gonna try to convince me to stay. So like she immediately knows what your intentions are just because of that any critic. It's pessimistic. Uh, and it's like, oh crap, what do I do? Got that pessimistic. Although we have that optimistic uh, nemesis. I'm actually just gonna go ahead and fill these in right now. Uh, another optimistic trickster. And then a pessimist. Demon, obviously the pet, the demon would be pessimist. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Then we got a pessimist inferior function. We have an optimist child function. If you don't know the difference between pessimistic and optimistic functions, please uh, watch uh, season one and season five uh, playlists to uh, learn more about that. And uh, wow, I am so tired and I'm sick. Uh, and then optimist. All right, cool. So remember, when you're social engineering anyone, you have to understand the cognitive axis, okay? Cognitive axis is everything, okay? So what is a cognitive axis? Remember, cognitive axis is that, like for example, TI is always linked to, to FE, SE is always linked to NI, so they're on an axis with each other, they turn around, you know, they're always on an axis, right? And then TE is always linked to FI, and then SE is always linked to NE, for example. So just to show cognitive axis, this is what axis looks like. These functions turn with each other, and they're always linked to each other, right? So that means that if you can convince the pessimist, the other function will automatically be on your side, for example. So you have to be really, really careful that the pessimistic functions do not get you in your social engineering attack. It is very important that you focus on this. So for example, the pessimistic function is NI parent. That is very difficult to get around because NI parent, they're very responsible with what they want. If you're trying to convince them to want something, they're not automatically going to want it. They're gonna be very skeptical because it's a pessimist introverted intuition. A pessimistic introverted intuition is very skeptical. They're very skeptical about you trying to motivate them, about you trying to make them want to do something that they are already figured out that they want to do something else. This ENFJ nurse already wants to do something else. So how the hell are you going to convince NI parent, it's very skeptical, to want something else? Good luck. It's very difficult, very hard, especially ENFJs, you know, because they have to spend so much time thinking about everything with their TI inferior. Very difficult. Another pessimistic problem because you can't just say, hey, you need to do this, blah, blah, blah. You can't do that to them. One, NI parent always has to have a choice and their TI inferior has to spend so much time 
thinking about every little angle, every little nook and cranny, every little piece, every little puzzle, every, every little component and break everything down that you're telling them that you're trying to sell them on into every little component. And then once they think their whole way through it, they will determine if it's a true thing or a false thing. And that will determine whether or not they will even consider it, right? It's very hard to influence NI parents and TI inferior, especially if that TI inferior is developed and it's like aspirational. And then they're like, they even have even more mastery of verification and truth finding to the point where they could potentially even outthink you if you're not careful. Be very careful with ENFJs. Do not, do not screw with the TI inferior. They will break you and they will know that you're lying and you're trying to manipulate them. Be very careful. So you have to get around the TI inferior and you have to get around the NI parent. So what do you do? Okay, well, you're walking in, you wanna make them happy. First things first, I recommend going for the child function, that SE child. You walk into their, uh, you're emulating INFP. INFPs have SI child and SI child's all about the experience it's receiving it knows, you know, hey, I'm really comfortable right now or I'm really uncomfortable right now. It always knows how comfortable it is. It always knows if it's getting good experience. It always knows if something is going to smell good or whatever the five senses are that's impacting introverted sensing. It just knows. So to engage with SE Child, emulating INFP, use the HR manager. You just walk right into her office and her any critics like, oh, he's going to convince me to stay. And then what do you talk about? Wow. It really smells nice in here. What is that? Oh, I was, I just decided that I would like light some incense this morning or, or no, actually I have these candles. They're not lit right now, but they, they really make the, the, the room smell good. Let me show you. And then, and then she picks up one of the candles and brings it over to you and be like, look, and then you, because you're trying to emulate INFP, you take the candle out of her hand, you smell it. Oh, that smells good. Even though you could be an SE user and it's like you typically would never like really, you know, do that per se at that particular time. But you like taking all the sensation of it and you try to like, you know, oh, does that smell like, and then is that, is that lavender? Is that cherry or whatever? It doesn't matter. You just have to engage with a child and be like, wow, it smells really good in here. Or you can be like, wow, you're looking pretty snappy today making comments about how she dresses, right? Because SE child is all about dressing up looking good, doing the makeup, doing the hair, looking professional, very proper, but it's always to make a fashion statement. It's always to give somebody a really good experience. Commenting on her dress proves to her that she is giving other people a good experience with her dress, with her, with her fashion, right? So don't forget, you have to engage with SE Child immediately. If you engage with SE Child, you're basically putting the parent asleep. Because the parent's like, well, I don't want to do this. I don't want to hear this. Oh, but this guy, I'm really giving him a good experience. And okay, yeah, I kind of don't want to have this conversation, but I'm giving him a really good experience. So maybe I do want to have this good conversation so I can keep giving him a good experience because it's my inner child. My inner child just loves giving people good experiences all the time and making them comfortable. And of course, you as the HR manager be like, uh, you know, sits down in front front of her desk and it's like, wow, okay, yeah. And then makes a statement like, wow, you really make you really make me real comfortable. I can see why your coworkers tell me such great things about you. Ah, oh, Effie Hero. I can see 
why your coworkers tell me good things about you. That hits her FB, you know, hearing that other people value her and just be like, yeah, your coworkers, they speak very highly of you. And wow, you know, and you're making, your office makes is real comfy in here. I feel really comfy in here. And already she's just like, oh yeah. I'm making this guy comfortable, the new HR manager, you know, and I'm making him feel good and, and I feel good because he, all these people are like thinking really highly of me and, and feel good about me and value what I'm doing here at this organization. Oh, I'm just so happy and beside myself right now. <laughs> yeah, gotta love that ENFJ approach. So SE child is, is, is listening, uh, you're stating, you know, you're emulating SI child by saying how comfortable you are. You're, um, and, then, and then you go even further and then you're like, I feel it's really good about, you know, <laughs> so you ask her questions. So you have, to, you have to use TE inferior at this point. Be like, okay, I need to find out what she's thinking. And then just be like, okay, because if you don't ask TI inferior what they're thinking, you're gonna lose. You have to, you have to always give TI inferior, especially since it's a pessimistic function, you always have to give it its day in court, right? So you've engaged with her, you've been like, you make me comfortable, uh, people say good things about you, why do you want to leave, right? Check in with the uh, NI parent, why do you want to leave? And then TI inferior will answer, you're giving TI inferior it's day in court, okay? So we give the T.I. Fury's day in court and T.I. Fury is like, you know, yeah, here's my issue. You know, like, well, right now, you know, uh, I mean, the pay's pretty good, but then, you know, my pay's actually going to be reduced after my contract is over with. And, and then also, you know, I just, I wasn't really feeling very appreciated. A few of my coworkers, you know, uh, we had some issues and I talked to my supervisor about it, but that's over now, but, it's not exactly the best, uh, it's not exactly the ideal work environment for me to be in right now. And I think I kind of want to go in a different direction with my career. I really like this kind of nursing, but it's not exactly the direction that uh, I had I had wanted to go with here. Now, I, I could actually take this direction at another location if, you know, it's a better environment for me, but I'm not sure this environment is very suitable for me. Now, why is an ENFJ talking about the environment? Well, that's SE child. SE child is very environmental because it's physics. It's very physics oriented. So they wanna make sure that they're having the shared experience of being comfortable with all the coworkers. So if there's any negativity amongst the coworkers or if coworkers do not value the ENFJ, the SE child and the FE hero is like, nope, I'm not interested. There's no way. Not only that, it's very important that their coworkers value them because of their FI nemesis. The ENFJ consistently walks around being worried that they're good enough. Constantly worried that they're worthy of the position and worthy of the job and worthy of their title, etc. It's always a concern over, wor uh, over worth because they are very value-centric. But the INFP, emulated INFP, is also value-centric. So, so what you could say is like, hey, based on what other people think about you, I feel really good about you. I value you, FE hero. I value you, ENFJ. I feel like it would be a good thing if you think that you would be able to stay. And if you stay, I will be loyal to you and I will give you what you want. 
well, I've been having a hard time because, you know, there are a few there are a few orders that came in that I didn't agree with and I didn't think it was very ethical for me to be able to make those decisions. And I went to my supervisor and she told me that I had to that I had to make these unethical decisions and I didn't feel good about it and I was forced against my will and I just didn't want to do it and I didn't feel good about it. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm sorry you had that experience, you know. I don't feel that's good and I'm sorry that you think that from now on, I'm going to make sure that your supervisor knows that when it comes to you trying to be an idealist, right, trying to be ethical, trying to do the right thing, that you always have the freedom to be able to do the right thing while you're working here at this organization. Because our organization, our organization, TE, inferior rationale, our organization, values, F-I, you know, F-E, F-E nemesis, our organization, don't worry that you're, you're valuing things. My F-E nemesis, emulated nemesis is going to be like, our, our organization values, you know, doing the right thing. <laughs> so it's okay. I'm going to make sure, my, so SI loyalty, I'm going to make sure that you always have the freedom, N-E parent, <laughs> to be able to Oh, I'm I'm just like having a hard time here. <laughs> oh, it's hard to emulate INFP. It's just it's just hard, and I'm doing a really crappy job. I apologize to the INFPs who are watching and listening at this time. <laughs> so, anyway, so all you have to do basically is just watch out for the pessimistic functions. You want to make sure that you state like. Hey, I feel really good about you, ENFJ. I feel really good about you. Other people think highly of you. Uh, they value you. I value you. I always want to make sure that you have the full freedom to want that when you want to do the right thing, that you can do the right thing, that you don't feel pigeonholed or that you don't feel that you're being forced to do something that you agree with, right? Or that you're forced to, to do something that you disagree with, basically. And that I will be loyal to you to make sure that in the future, that you will always be having the freedom to do the right thing, right? That's the INFP emulation. And then if there's concerns about pay and whatnot, TE inferior will have to come in and be like, hey, well, yeah, I know that you're getting a cut in pay, but compared to all the other nurses on staff right now, well, I mean, you're already making a lot more than all of them, and it's just not really fair to the rest of the nurses on staff right now. And the only reason you're making a higher amount is because you're a temporary contractor, but we want you to take on this position as a fully fledged employee. Now, yes, your, your hourly rate will go down, but technically your compensation is going to increase by 30% because of all the benefits you're going to get, right? That's TE, inferior emulation, talking about the money, talking about all this list of things, which increases the value, which engages the FI hero. This is very valuable to me. Please see how I feel good about this comp plan for you, this compensation. Yes, you're going to have a lower hourly rate, but your benefits are going to be amazing. You have the opportunity to have overtime. We may even allow you to work home, work from home as well. Actually, we will allow you to work from home. And again, TE inferior becomes this list, all these lists of all these positive things for you to think about in your head because this is a good thing, right? That is how INFP emulation works. So 
And then of course the ENFJ starts thinking about that TE inferior list that's provided. And the TI inferior is like, oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And then FE hero starts to feel guilty. Well, okay. And then FI nemesis kicks in worrying about her worthiness. It's like, well, if all the other nurses are not making as much as me, I shouldn't be selfish. I shouldn't be selfish and expect to make more than everybody else like that, especially people who have been here for like eight plus years, right? And then the ENFJ starts considering it. It's like, well, okay, well, all these people value me and he's telling me I'll have the freedom to make sure that I can always do the right thing and that I'm giving him a really good experience right now and if people value me, I must be giving them a really good experience as well if they think highly of me as well. And you know, what he's saying is true. You know, I, I shouldn't be too concerned. I shouldn't be selfish about, you know, wanting to have higher pay than everybody else per se, especially people who haven't been here for so long. But he's also telling me that I'm gonna be getting a 30% compensation increase once I take on the benefits as well. And, uh, and I'll be also be able to work from home, which is also really nice because I actually do need a lot more time. And then, okay, Mr. Emulated INFP HR manager person, I am going to consider what you say. I am going to reconsider leaving. And then the HR manager stands up, comes over to her, shakes her hand. Thank you very much for reconsidering. I just want you to know that I feel really good about you. I'm very happy to have you on the team. And by saying that, he's engaging that FI uh, emulated hero again. And that, uh, and remember, I will be loyal to you and making sure that you always have the freedom to be able to do the right thing so that you are never feeling forced to do something that you disagree with while you work at this firm, etc. And that SI child, that SE child locks in on that loyalty, that NI parent's happy, that has the freedom to do what it wants. The TRA inferior believes the, uh, the emulated INFP and she's just on cloud nine at this point. Wow. I'm actually gonna be getting everything I really wanted. I mean, it not, not, wasn't necessarily about the pay or the compensation. And I really do like working here. And yeah, I did have some spats before with some of those fellow employees in the past, but that's over now. And okay, yeah, I, I will definitely reconsider. And then the ENFJ nurse feels good. The HR manager shakes her hand and it's like, thank you, good to see you. And, uh, and then walks out of her office. And then two days later, they get a notice that she is going to be applying for the position at at the reduced pay rate um, um, as soon as her temporary uh, contract with the temp agency ends in you know such and such weeks time. Social engineering attack complete. So basically, so let's walk through that one more time. Out. So in order to social engineer the ENFJ in this particular example had to get past the pessimist functions. You always have to get past the pessimist functions because it's the pessimist functions that are going to completely own you. Now, we didn't exactly talk about any critic, but the NE critic is easily defeated, right? One, you could defeat it in two ways. Ignore it or call it out. You can call out the NE critic by stating what your intentions are immediately. And if your intentions are noble, and they usually are when they're coming from FI hero emulated, FI hero and SI child at the same time, I feel it is important. I feel it is my duty to tell you of this opportunity. I feel it is important, TE rationale. I feel FI hero 
TE uh, inferior, it is important uh, to do my duty, SI child, to tell you that you would want to still stay here because of XYZ reasons TE inferior. Very INFP emulated approach, right? And where you are basically making it look like that you are doing the right thing, that you are doing the good thing, that you are doing your duty by this employee by telling her, hey, I value you. These people think highly of you. I'm going to make it my job to make sure you have all the freedom in the world to do the right thing. And yes, I know that you're complaining about the compensation, but this thing over here is actually a good thing if you consider way more than what you're thinking. I see that you're, you're laser focused on the uh, compensation thing right now, uh, ENFJ nurse, but you're technically getting an increase of pay if you consider the benefits you're getting on top of being able to work from home and on top of having the opportunity for overtime if your hourly rate is still low and you can still supplement every now and then. We always need new work because guess what? There's still two other positions for your position and there's too much work to be do to begin with. And we don't know when we're gonna be able to fill those. In fact, we may not even be able to uh, fill those in a year because every time we fill it, we end up having to fire them, right? And then, uh, so based on that, you're super valuable and we, there's always gonna be extra work available for you. So you have our overtime opportunities as well at time and a half. Very convincing because TE inferior has that list of all of these things and it's NE, that NE metaphysics is teaming up with that TE rationale and providing a list of possibilities, a list of options, a list of benefits, and each benefit is an option available to the ENFJ. And the ENFJ is like, wow. And my parents are like, wow, look at all those options. And TI inferior is like, yeah, he's right. He's actually right with what he's saying. I need to listen to him. And Effie Hero's like, oh, I'm so glad that this HR manager came in here. He really values me. And I, and, and as he child's so happy, like, oh, wow, he's so loyal to me. He's always going to make sure that I have everything that I need to be able to do the right thing so that I am not forced to do something I disagree with. Because the ENFJ has to be as ethical as possible. And then I don't have to worry about not being valued because obviously everyone else values me. So I no longer have to be worried about whether or not I'm valued. And I know for a fact that at least one other person at this office values me because this HR manager, he values me. Right? Because that's all ENFJs want. That's all they want, people. They just want recognition. They work their butts off. They are so laser focused on giving everybody a good experience with their SE child and making everyone feel good with their FE uh, hero. And they're trying to be intelligent and smart about it with their TI inferior. But because they take so long trying to think about everything, everyone just assumes they're stupid. They're not. They just, it's, thinking is not as high a priority, but it's priority enough that they will eventually think their way through everything. But you have to give them the opportunity to think about it. And guess what? If you want to speed up their thinking, you have to emulate INFP by providing them with a list of options for them to think about and consider with their NI parent. Think about with TI inferior and consider with NI parent. That's why, okay? That's how you social engineer an ENFJ. And it is not just about this particular office professional career setting and convincing this ENFJ to stay at this particular position. It's not just about that. This is applicable anywhere. Imagine an ENFJ parent, right? 
And it's a child trying to convince their parent to get them to, to, to buy them a car, right? Well, same thing. You know, well, here's all the different prices, TE inferior, and uh, here's all the different options, and you know, and I'm I'm loyal to you, uh, Dad. You know, and uh, and I feel good about this and and whatnot. I have I have literally seen I have seen a 16 year old girl. Um, gosh, I think she I think she was um, I think she was an ESTJ or an ISTJ. And she was emulating, or she was doing, she was using her NFP subconscious, talking to her ENFJ stepdad, and literally convinced him to buy her a car after she turned 16. And he literally did. I saw it with my own eyes. And she played in like a fiddle, absolutely like a fiddle, the world's tiniest violin. Wow. It literally happened. And you know what? It's funny watching all the guys uh, at at work when it happened because he was uh, he's an ENFJ there. He's one of my coworkers, and he's like, you know, and we're all looking at him like, you totally just gave in to your sixteen year old stepchild like that. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I care about her. I'm I'm raising her. I I you know, uh, you know, she she needs to be able to have uh, a demonstrate responsibility with a car. You know, for example, he he just he had all these 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 things in his head as to why it had to happen and and whatnot. When we're like, he just got obviously manipulated by a sixteen year old girl, and it's his stepchild, you know, et cetera. But not that not that that matters. That it really doesn't because I. By the way, side note, I applaud stepfathers who go out of their way to raise children that are not theirs, that are not biologically theirs. Those fathers, high five. You guys are dope. Thank you for doing that for children because it helps reduce the fatherlessness in the first world society or anywhere in the world for that matter. Uh, I really appreciate that. I mean, even my, uh, my son and my daughter, for example, they recently have uh, a new stepfather figure in their life and I'm also very thankful to him. So um, shout out to that fellow. Uh, thank you for helping, uh, helping us uh, raise my children. It takes a village. So anyway, so, so because of the cognitive axis here, we talk about cognitive axis. So the child is linked to the parent, the inferior is linked to the hero, right? So what you have to do to get past the pessimistic functions, you engage with the optimistic functions. Once you have the optimistic function on your side, so once you have FE here on your side, you automatically get TI inferior because they're linked. Once you have NI parent on your side, you automatically have SE child on, or um, excuse me, Reverse, strike that, reverse it. Gotta love Gene Wilder. Uh, once you got SE child on your side, you automatically have the NI parent because the NI parent, remember at the beginning of the conversation, the HR manager, she's like, I don't want to talk to this guy. But then he's like, oh, you make me so comfortable. And, and he was patient enough to allow her to show her candles and, sh and, and talk about the smells in a room and about how well she's dressed and how comfortable he is in that office and in, in, in that chair at her desk, etc. And it made the Essie child very happy. So the NI parent's like, okay, yeah, maybe I do want to talk to this guy. you know. And then uh, Effie Hero hearing about how people value her and how uh, they, they want to, they, that, that she is deserving of recognition at the office for a job well done. Uh, and then that makes the FE hero happy, which automatically makes TI inferior thinking better and being more thoughtful and opens 
the mind because when an ENFJ feels valued, that's when they open up. They, they, their mind opens up and to, to considering additional things that they haven't been thinking about before and it allows for their thinking to be guided. So that's what you generally have to do with a TI user. TI users, you can be, you, if you're a TE user, any of the TE users listening to this or watching this right now, guess what? You can guide TI user thinking. You just have to open up their mind. And you open up their mind by engaging their extroverted feeling function. Show the TI user that they are valued, that you value them. And then they'll be open to your influence. And then you can provide them input. Because don't forget, extroverted thinking is input. Okay? So, you know, you got TE, that's input, right? But the process, that's TI, that's logic, process. You got, and if you want to be able to guide thinking, you can guide people's thinking by providing the proper input, right? And then, you know, we have uh, output. Output is FE, making others feel good. And then FI, how they actually feel about it. That's the feedback. And then it goes right back. Feedback goes right back to the input. The feedback changes the input. It is a loop. It is a system, right? Input, process, output, feedback. You know, the main system that they teach in systems analysis class. One of the two or three useful classes that I actually had in my bachelor's degree were all the rest of them, not so much. So anyway, that's how it works. Cognitive axis, you have to wear a cognitive axis, avoid the pessimistic functions, get the optimistic functions on your side immediately. As soon as you do, the pessimistic functions will start to waver in their skepticism. When you're social engineering someone, you want to get rid of their skepticism, so you have to engage their optimistic functions first. As soon as you have the hero and the child on your side, you automatically have the parent and the inferior on your side. Same thing down here with the nemesis, critic, trickster, and demon. If you want to get uh, the critic on your side, because you have to get the critic on, on your side as soon as possible, and obviously the demon, all you have to do is keep track of making sure that the nemesis, that their worry is removed. And you, she is worried about whether or not she is value, valuable or worthy of the position or worth something to this company and worth something to the patients and worth something to her coworkers, worth something to her supervisor, worth something to you, the HR manager, right? She can't worry about how she feels, right? And as soon as you take that worry away, the critic is no longer crit uh so you take that worry away, excuse me, the TE demon's like already like, whoa, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, right? Because if they're worried, they automatically ENFJs automatically assume that you don't know what you're talking about, right? And then they're not gonna listen to you at all. Because it's like I'm not gonna get my day in court. I'm worried that I'm not good enough to even have a conversation with you, which means I'm not going to get my day in court, which means you don't know what you're talking about. So why am I going to listen to you? Why do I feel confident that I'm going to get my day in court to be able to explain myself to you? I'm not even bother explaining myself to you because I'm worried that I'm not good enough to do so in the beginning, right? That's how ENFJs work. Any critic, well, <laughs> It's hard to get past a trickster because it's about what they're experiencing. So how to avoid that when you're emulating INFP? Don't talk about their experience. Talk about your experience. Talk about the sensations that they're giving you, the experiences they're giving you, the sense and the sensations, the, the sensory, all the five senses, 
Um, you know, talk about how they sound. Oh, you have a very nice voice. Talk about how they look. Oh, wow, you look beautiful today. Or, uh, or talk about how they smell. You know, the five senses, etc. You have to get them out as soon as possible. Pretend you have SI child and be very sensory and, and, and receive those sensations that way. You know, they're like, oh, that SI child's like, yeah, I'm giving you really good sensations. Awesome. And it makes my, and my parent actually want to talk to you more. And oh, you're loyal to me. Oh, that makes me feel so secure because if you feel secure around me, SI child, then I can feel secure too. That's literally how ENFJs work, right? And like I said, that, that, uh, that uh, STJ girl got her ENFJ stepfather to feel comfortable with buying her a car because of that whole conversation. It was literally just a 10 minute conversation on the phone and we could overhear it. And sure enough, she pulled it off and he got her a car for her 16th birthday, right? It's literally how you do it. It's all about social engineering. And remember, all social interaction is manipulation. Social engineering is manipulation. It can be used for good and for bad. Remember that all social interaction is manipulation, okay? It's just we have this negative connotation attached to manipulation that people are like, oh, wow, well, you're, you're manipulating me, so you're automatically bad. No, that's not necessarily true, actually. Not necessarily true at all. So anyway, wanted to do this episode with a bit more positive light because uh, the last one, you know, some people are like, wait a minute, you know, you're, you're, you're teaching people to social engineer and manipulate people with evil. And it's like, okay, I'm kind of like doing good examples and bad examples, which is really subjective to me because I have FI trickster and I don't care about the good or bad. I just care about the true false. But I'm going to be doing the ethical thing and just being like, hey, you know, here's this situation. Yeah, it's kind of more evil. And oh, there's this situation here. Yeah, it's kind of more good, etc. Right? So that's kind of the direction I'm going with it right now with these episodes of social engineering. But yes, this is the ENFJ. <sighs> Season 21, episode five, how to social engineer an ENFJ. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for watching and listening. If you found this episode useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and also on the podcast. Uh, if you uh, please leave a like while you're at it and a comment uh, if you have any questions about social engineering or ENFJs uh, while you're doing that. Don't forget our book list is available now on the website at csjoseph.life. Don't forget our Discord server if you want to get in on the Q&A sessions that we have on Thursdays at 9 Eastern. Uh, when we do the live stream uh, on Thursdays, uh, join the Discord server. The link is in the description to be able to get in on that. If you want to be able to get your questions asked, go for it. Otherwise, uh, luck of the draw in uh, the YouTube chat itself, or you can use the super chat to get your question answered immediately if you want. And then also our meetup group. We are releasing our ambassador program. We'll be doing meetups across the country. Uh, we have regular meetups in the Bay Area, California. I think we're going to have a new meetup in Las Vegas in uh, two weeks. Uh, that will be scheduled very soon. Uh, and uh, we're also going to be doing a meetup. Uh, I think the next one after that is probably going to be in Orlando, Florida as well. So just keeping you guys aware of that. Uh, we'll get more of those meetups posted and we're probably gonna be posting them as well on the Discord server to make sure that we're communicating with everybody uh, there as well. So also congratulations to Blasian13. You have yet to claim your book win. Uh, so you need to email me at chase at, at uh, csjoseph.life 
Glacian 13, you have won that book. Uh, this is the last lecture I'm going to be mentioning that. Um, and then we're going to be starting a new getaway very soon. And don't forget, we have our season 16 episode uh, coming out this week as well. Uh, looking forward to getting that up. And then uh, the after tomorrow night, we got live stream another uh, how to type live stream. So that's it for announcements. I know that this uh, particular episode was a bit announcement heavy, but I haven't been around because like I'm sick and uh, and yeah, I'm gonna go crash. So with all that being said, you all have a good night.